0: Hello, 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 hello. This is episode number nine with Truth Be Told podcast. I'm your host, Brittany. And today we have Miss Ashton Saldana on the line today. She is going to be discussing her book, her wonderful book. Guys, you have got to get it. It is called Words from the Soul. I am so excited to talk about it and introduce you. Um, She is a successful entrepreneur. She's an author. She loves to write. She's very positive and she is just full of life. And she is my only friend that's lived in Italy. How cool, right?
1: Thank you Brittany. Like when you asked me to come on it's such an honor especially since you really just took the leap of faith and started this podcast so I am so excited to be on here today.
0: I'm excited that you're here. I know that you're busy and I was just like oh my gosh when I started this podcast and I already had you in my mind because you came to me at a time where I felt like you've seen pain through my eyes. So I just appreciate you.
1: And I feel like we had an instant bond over losing our fathers, who we both were extremely close to. And um, I know how hard that can be, but I also know the opportunities and learning lessons that you can take from it. And I just wanted to inspire you to see that side of it as well.
0: Oh my gosh, you have. Like, I'm still inspired. I'm still glued to everything you're doing. Um, I love just everything that you have going on and why you're doing it and the direction that it's going. I hope you keep going because people like me that are on chapter one, chapter one (laughs) People that are on like chapter one, like that's how I feel of my self journey life. I feel like you are like at chapter 10 maybe, and you just- We all have to
1: start. And um, that's the whole thing with the, the self-discovery and personal growth is, there is no specific timeline. It's all just putting in the work to be a better person, to work on yourself and to find that, that solace. And so really like it's, there's no better, worse. It's like, if you're doing the work, then you're you're showing up, that's all that matters.
0: Right. I didn't even realize that showing up was like 80% of the battle. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. I mean, and I have been doing this for a long time, but it's it's daily work. Daily
0: work. Right. And that's something that I'm learning um, and I'm embracing every day. I'm so glad that I found you guys in the book club with Sean Croxton because you guys keep me going. And I want to ask you, how did you come up with this name, like Words from the Soul? And, and your nickname, let us know, because you are definitely a soul seeker. My sister, I mean, my daughter was like, oh my gosh, mom, where is she? And I'm like, she's in Cali. And she's like, her oh my God. daughter,
1: I like secretly am obsessed with her because she is like the most, I just like her energy. You can feel her energy through her videos and it's, I love it and I know she's gonna do great things in life and that's due to you being such a great you know figure for her um but solid uh solace seeker came it was like kind of a play on words like finding solace for the soul and then words from the soul it's like I just was going through some stuff and I would just write because that was the only way to like get all this shit out of my head and just get it out and I would just write and it really was just words from my soul it was like whatever I was feeling and kind of how the book was developed because I was I wasn't writing for a book or anything it was literally my therapy how to just get through things and one day I realized like this could Impact and help so many other people. I know I'm not the only one that is going through this, and um, so yeah, I was. I had to be vulnerable and put it out there. But my whole goal was, if I could help just one person, then I, then my job was complete.
0: That's crazy that you said that. Um, I was talking to my mentor earlier, and she kept telling me, she kept saying, "Brittany, don't look so much into the." Quantity of people that you impact. Look at the quality and remember the content and the reason that you are doing this. That's that's the reason that you serve others.
1: And, like, um, I don't know if you follow Trent Shelton, but he's like, you know, my goal is not to impact millions, it's to impact you. And oh, wow. it's so true because it's like, I'm not, I'm doing this because. I learned so much through my journey and I know I can help other people.
0: Yes, you are, you definitely are. You are continuing, you help me. And so I know if you're helping me, you're helping thousands more. Um, I want to look into the book a little bit. I started with the introduction when you sent it to me. Like I said, you came to me at a time where I felt like my life was falling apart and the introduction it hit home like as soon as I read it it says when you feel like your life is completely falling apart it's worth considering that the universe is actually putting everything in place for you to live the life that aligns with your vision your soul and the path you were always destined to lead
1: 100%
0: Ashton that gave me butterflies
1: it's so hard to 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 kind of Understand that when you're going through things, because you're just like, why me? Why this? Like, you can't see it until you get to the other side, but it really is. Every single thing that has happened or occurred in our life, there's a purpose behind it, and it's bringing us to a greater place.
0: And I feel like if we can just realize that even though when we're in the midst of it, just remember that there's a light at the end of the Mm tunnel. Then we can definitely get there. It's just putting one foot forward each day and having the courage to do that, because life is hard.
1: It is hard. And, you know, reminding yourself your survival rate's 100%. The stuff that you didn't think you were gonna be able to get through, the times you wanted to give up, you made it and you're on the other side of it now and it's like that is I think what's the toughest part for people is to keep that mentality going during the hard times Um, because when things are going great it's awesome but we are going to continue to struggle we're going to continue to face painful moments and you just have to remind yourself there is a learning opportunity that is going to come from this and and work through it don't try to you know you have to actually work through it and and feel that pain but my biggest thing was not becoming a victim of the things I went through but turning that pain into power and to use it to fuel me to do everything that I have done.
0: It's funny that you said that because that's one of the things that you're saying in your book as far as, you know, you're, you pretty much are saying your fuel growth and positivity has had you rise above the pain and made you push forward. What I love about Words from the Soul is that it doesn't just talk about one topic. It's like articles, a variation yeah. of different topics.
1: And that was the thing is it wasn't like, um, you know, it's not like structured in a, a book sense. You can kind of read any chapter at a time. And it was just like my journaling from a year span put into a book and so everything from my travels to spirituality to relationships is kind of in there and every single part of that brought me to be where I am today. Um, When you
0: say that you I feel like you're just so soulful like you have like an old spirit. I really do. I've
1: had that since I was so young like I've always been attracted to like older women just because I love their wisdom and like their advice and it's just always kind of been way way beyond my
0: years for sure. (laughs) I think that's another reason why I feel an instant connection with you as well. I'm the same way I've always gravitated towards older women. Um, I love to, and I have an old soul. My daughter is always like, mom, you're so old, you're so old. Cause I don't let her do everything. I mean, right. social media is gonna give it to her anyway. Totally. So yeah. it's so hard to give her what I learned from my father and my mom, but you know, a lot from dad just I, and try to instill in her and the lessons that I've learned along the way. I didn't even realize that after reading your book, that the connection that you had with your mom, is the same type of connection that I have with my mom as well. And it's crazy. Um, as a little girl, what can you tell other little girls as far as that relationship with their mom?
1: You know, I think that one's hard because we, you constantly hear like my mom's my best friend and I didn't have that. My mom was my mom. She was there to put the rules, make sure they were followed. And, you know, because of all the inner work I did, I learned to to not blame her or hold her accountable for that because it kind of like a generational thing. Like that's how her mom treated her. So for me, it was understanding that. And she did the best that she could do. And it all did come from love. It just wasn't the love I was seeing, like my girlfriends had with their moms and that's okay because I had something so special with my dad as a view that a lot of girls don't have. And um, I would just say that you have to, whatever cards you were dealt, you were dealt. And the adversities in life are only gonna make you stronger and still to this day I'm like still trying to like prove a point to make her proud of me and I know she is but it's just it's this constant there's a wedge and that's okay because relationships they're not all picture perfect and the beauty is the relationship that I have with her has helped me deal with other kinds of personalities that You know, um I maybe wouldn't have been um faced if it wasn't like you know, everything isn't perfect and you have to really just do what you can with like I said, the cards that you were dealt and make the best of it.
0: It's a sensitive topic for me. Um when when you talk about your relationship with your mom because my mom and my relationship to this day is still I feel like a little wedge and I don't think she understands it sometimes um it's three of us and I'm the middle baby and so sometimes you know how the middle child feels the middle child yeah. syndrome and it's always like okay the oldest is the best or get got the most attention at the time because she was the oldest she was the first And my brother, he's the baby, um, and he still acts like the baby, but he's like the little big brother. And so she leans on him a lot um, as far as emotional support. You know, my father and her have been divorced for some time now, but I still sometimes yearn for it. Like losing my grandparents in 2020, it was just so hard for me to, and it's still hard. It's been... It's really been a journey. And that's when I found you guys. I found it in the midst of that journey. I felt like I was alone. I felt like there was no love after pain. Um, I just felt hopeless. And I didn't I know think, what and you
1: And honestly, the club probably came to you because you needed it. it. It was just, it lined up perfectly, the timing. And like you said, like I'm a very, positive person I my outlook on life is like we're here for only a short time like let's make the best of it and so my biggest struggle with my mom is when I'm not seeing her like grow and she's fine just being in her little box and that is so hard for me as someone that like is constantly trying to inspire and empower people that I can't even reach my own mom. Mm -hmm. And I think my biggest aha moment was can't change people. You can bring a a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And I had to literally cut myself off from her taking that personally. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to give her the tools when she wants to take them. If she never wants to take them in the rest of her existence, that's fine. That is her journey, not mine.
0: Right. I think it's something funny that you said earlier when you were talking about generational, I don't want to say curses, but it's just going down.
1: Yeah, Yeah. like it it never gets resolved and then it just keeps going. And uh, I, you know, my stance, I, I don't want to have children. I've made that pretty clear. And for me, one of the things was like I would never want to recreate this. And I know if I did ever have a child, that would be my biggest purpose is to change that. You know, yeah. um, but it's scary because it's just gonna keep getting passed on down and down unless you 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 make the change. You know, they she grew up in a household. It was like you don't you don't say I love you. You don't you know. You don't compliment. And so she didn't know any better. And Mm -hmm. I can't hold her responsible for not knowing any better. The reason I know that you can change that is because I've done a lot of work and reading and she didn't. And so
0: it's that generation Ashton, like they don't, like you said, they're not, they're going to be stuck in their ways. I really do think that our parents is just in that generation. They come from work hard, work hard, work hard. Go to school, go to school, get a degree, get a good job, mm-hmm. get a four hundred one k. Totally, that's it.
1: rules, <laughs> society has put forth because then you you'll be okay. And it's like I've always kind of done differently and. Um, I just knew that I had to stay true to myself and and do what was gonna light me up. And if that was gonna mean stepping out of the box of what she thought was gonna be a good life for me, then that's what I had to do.
0: That's what I love about you. Like you are definitely that image for any woman to see and grow within their self. You have overcome many obstacles. Um, and how are you using your spirituality because I know you're big into that how are you using that to grow forward and you know inspire others
1: um so I host also workshops um various workshops on self-love on manifestation also through my books and my blog where I just you know put out a random content on like various things Um, but it's just teaching people it's all a mentality game and when you can conquer that you'll start to see things unfold so differently for you and and then it's kind of like okay I want to keep this up and so it is a challenge I mean I'm not this toxic positivity person but I do believe we have control of how we're going to react to situations, mm-hmm. and that's sometimes all you can do. And so, for me, just trying to just trying to stay in control of my mind and looking for the positive and looking for the learning opportunity, and going from there.
0: Man, that that sounds awesome. And you're doing it. You're doing it every day. It's funny because like I said, in your book, you talk about different, you know, different topics, depending on where you're at on your self journey. And in Words from Soul, it was a topic that you talked about in Words from the Soul, chapter 11, it was love after pain. That was really a big, a really big chapter for me because that chapter for me is still evolving. Mm-hmm. You tell us where you were during this time when you started love after pain.
1: So, um I had got I was with my ex. We were together for 10 years. Basically all of my 20s. Um married for 6 and then we got divorced and it's it was really like you I think like you know your first breakup it kind of shapes the way you love. And it might be this like, you know, super juvenile high school relationship or something, but you take something from each relationship. And my biggest thing was not holding the mistakes from my past for my future, because that's not fair to, the person that I'm you know starting to date or try to flourish a relationship with be like well this happened then so it's gonna happen again it's like they deserve a fresh start and my dad actually I will never forget this told me give the person all the rope that they need if they decide to hang themselves then that's on them and it was like wow you know like I would, I'm never the type of person to be like going through phones or or trying to investigate. It's like, I'm going to give you 100% of my trust. And that's hard to come by. But if you decide to abuse that, you know, then that's on you. And just learning that there is, I took things from my past relationships and used them to kind of create the relationship I wanted to be in. And that it is possible, you know. Um you you look at it from a positive perspective of what did what happened in the past and what do I want now in the future. And it takes time. It takes time for sure.
0: Oh um, gosh, yes. Like I was with my daughter's dad for like when I was, I started dating him at 14. I think I started having sex at 14 and I had I didn't have Layla until I was like 19 but that's still young that's young I had just started college everything that was coming towards me I didn't know how to handle he was a lady of the street so everybody he was always doing something and I was just so wrapped up in it he was like you said that first high school love and I just couldn't let it go I didn't know what to do with it until this day um I still have healing wounds that I'm still going through working through from that but to see the progression that I've made from the time that I started
1: focus on that you know um because like we talk about, you have to celebrate the little wins too. It is a journey. It's not gonna go from zero to a hundred. There's gonna be a process. And um, I mean, they they say that like, it takes half the time of how long you've been with someone to fully get over them. And at first I was like, fuck, that's gonna be five years. I don't have five years to get over this. Like, But um, truly just learning and like, forgiveness too like because holding on to that was just burning me inside and it
0: was <laughs> toxic to-
1: it's my biggest thing was and it has been in all my relationships like do what you want just please don't cheat on me like cuz that's the ultimate betrayal and you did that and so like it was so hard but then i the learning to forgive cuz it was like this is for me Forgiveness for me, it really has nothing to do with you. I am giving this gift to myself, and I really do wish people that have wronged me good fortune. You know, mm-hmm. I know. and I, I also believe, like, during all of it, was like, let go, there's a higher power that's gonna take care of all of this, and I don't need to worry.
0: That's, that's, that's definitely true. I definitely believe in that. My friend, she always would ask me, why don't you hate him? You're still in love with him. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's called growing up. It's like me finally accepting the fact that I had a role in what I went through, that I allowed this, but being okay with it. I was young and he was young and we had a baby at a young age and it's okay. But for me, I'm gonna forgive him because I let him go.
1: And, you know like I actually was thankful for how things happened because I would have stayed in this marriage that was not doing anything for me but I didn't have like the courage to walk away like my life was set up to where
0: I what, what am I to walk
1: away from I don't I don't have anything on my own and it would have just stayed and that was like the impetus to say no I'm not doing this I told you the one thing and I gotta move on so I always say I thank her for coming into his world because she blessed me in the end he really is
0: I know because I know he's looking at you like dang I messed that up
1: (laughs) no and like uh, we don't talk we don't have any kind of connection or Communication whatsoever, but the last um text exchange that we had was a really beautiful closure to our chapter. Just like I'm so proud of you, and every day, like I just want to be a better person. And so it was it was so nice to read that, and that is like you said, it's growing up, it's being a friggin' grown-up and saying, like hey, people come and go into your life and you can either cherish the lessons you learned from that or you can hold on to the negative shit and who wants to do that, you know? Nobody.
0: I love that. I love that takeaway. Nobody wants to hold on to the negative.
1: But it, I'm not going to lie. It's hard to get to that point. And it took me a while because there was a lot of anger. And, um, and that's kind of how I got into... My whole journey was, I don't like how I'm feeling and I need to, I need to dig deeper and I need to work on myself because I can't control anyone else. So, And then I started reading and um, just fell in love with, you know, self-help and personal development books and here I am today.
0: Well, I just want to say that you are amazing, Ashton.
1: And I love you so much. I love you too. I'm like, oh
0: my gosh, I got to come back out there and meet her. <laughs> know, no, no, I
1: I definitely am going to make my way to North Carolina soon and you're on my list. Yes,
0: we will make it happen. And I just want to commend you for being everything that you are to everybody. Keep going, even when it's rough and you're having a rough patch and you're not understanding like you tell me, just to keep, you keep going too.
1: And It's true because, you know, um, sometimes the purpose or we kind of get lost. And I'm like, I do do that. I'm like, is this working out? Like, is it doesn't matter? And the universe will just send me like a text from someone being like, you don't know how much this meant to me or I did this and it's because of you. And it was like, that was, that's what I needed to hear today. You know, I needed to hear that i am making an impact and sharing my struggles is showing other people hey we're all in this together you know
0: um, and i love that i love that about you and i want to know as far as with where it's from the soul do you have any other articles or any other books that you're working on or something coming um, I up i
1: have i published my second book in February of 2021 okay it's called the parenthood pendulum yeah it's uh basically navigating through life choices and the women today you know they're now facing options for an alternative lifestyle and it doesn't have to be the marriage kids house it can be different and I think that it's still kind of taboo and mm-hmm. we need to change we need to change that. And I wanted to miss, to write it, not to say like one choice is better than the other, but to help mm-hmm. people that are kind of teetering on struggling with I don't know, if I really want to have children. Like I've known since I was 12 years old that motherhood was not the path for me. Right. Um,
0: and that's okay
1: and that's okay and and i also know that there's women that are born to be mothers Mm -hmm. like my sister-in-law is amazing and it's like you just kill it every single day i don't know how you do it but you do (laughs) and so to kind of help people navigate the choice and really think about you're responsible for the physical and mental well-being of a human Mm This isn't like you know like there's a lot that goes into it. And you as a mom know it's no easy feat. and No, so, it's
0: not. You have to put really your energy into that person and, you know, make that person a better person than what you were raised. You take the good and the bad from what you learned as a child and you parent that child.
1: 100 percent. And so I think um, just kind of closing the gap between parents and non-parents and um making people feel accepted for whatever their choice would be. So
0: Where can we find your books? Where are your books located?
1: Yeah, um, you can go on my website, ww.soullessseeker.com, S-O-U-L-A-C-E. I'm sure you'll put it in the notes. Yes. Um it's also on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Um and I also have an exclusive promo code for your listeners. Yes. TCB, um, no TB TBT. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, they'll get twenty percent off.
0: So. No, that's yeah. awesome. I'm gonna let people know this is amazing. They have to get the book. They definitely have to get the book. And I want to thank you so much. Is there anything else that you would like to say before we head out of here tonight?
1: Um just keep going you know and really if anything life's too short you gotta make the most of it um learning from my dad taking that that huge trauma and learning that life is so fragile and We weren't born to just work and pay bills and to just go on. We were born to like fully live. And if that means taking some big risks or getting out of like those dead end relationships, like it is possible and you just need to believe in yourself and it'll all work out. It will all work out.
0: I know that's right. And I love that. I love that takeaway, Ashton. I appreciate you tonight. We are definitely signing out. This is episode number nine. Nine's We're my told. favorite number. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Words from the Soul by Ashton Sadhana. Go pick it up at Amazon, guys. Thank you, Ashton. Thank you so, so much. Take care.